are now. Here we are. Here we are. God, we haven't done this in ages. No, I feel actually really out of practice. Because we had the live show. Whoop, whoop. We haven't spoken about the live show. No. Because we haven't had an episode since. We haven't had an episode since. So thanks everybody for coming. It was great crack. It was great crack. Great crack. Uh, so, I think I said this about five million times in the actual episode, but it was so amazing to see people we didn't know turn up actually walking in the door people we actually didn't know or pay to be there yeah <laughs> just and they were throwing in. themselves at us asking for oh, autographs geez. but i was like and then i like obviously talking to a few people who came lots of them actually and i was like these are all like gals that i could be pals with do you know there was you know yeah, it's like you know we, we had time <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you're like i just felt like god i feel like i'm in a room like they're all very like-minded people to us. yeah and guys some lovely guys there too. Oh, it's very, oh, it's very warm. Feels like ages ago now. It feels like forever ago. I want to do another one. I'd like to do another one yeah. too. Yeah. So if you have any ideas for uh, venues, please yeah. send us. A couple of people have already sent us like uh, a list of venues and stuff. Um, I forgot to tell you that, Ro. We have a list of venues that we can contact. Spe- are we speaking quietly in usual? Because we have. Okay, so here's the next <laughs> thing. This is our very first episode using our brand new mic stands. Yes. Um, we have hands free. Hands my free. hands. I'm drinking, drinking and stuff. She's drinking my hands. tea actually. My hands. Yeah. Um. I've now like I feel awkward with my hands. I feel like I should hold it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm used to it. Yeah. So uh, once again, thank you to our lovely patrons who um give us money every month because it means we can afford this. And do you know what? In light of us having so many sound patrons, I became a patron for the first time of a podcast. Which podcast? Uh, Taranoia. Oh, very good. Yeah, and Tara sent me a lovely message and she really appreciated it. So it just goes to show that like every little fucking thing counts. Yeah, I actually have a few podcasts I want to become a patron of as well. Yeah, I've just been go. thinking like I should do that. Yeah, because being on the other side of it, you're like, actually, it's so appreciated yeah. and it's really needed. Yeah. So that's cool. So um, if you'd like to become a patron, go to the state of us forward slash patron. And we are figuring out a special thing for patrons. We just need to get our ducks in a row with what we want that to be. But we have been planning what little things we could do. Yeah, for those we, people. we have a bonus episode up there at the moment. Um, but yeah, we're going to do more stuff. Yeah. Um, what's going on? <laughs> OK, so I've, I've, I, like, I've been like, I need to talk about this. Yes. I went to see A Star Is Born on Monday. A little bit late to the party. So late to the party. Yeah. For you as well, because... Jane has a Lady Gaga tattoo. Two? Two Lady, Two Gaga. Lady Gaga tattoos. Yeah, it's. I wanted to go for ages and then things weren't happening and I, 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 I don't know, things were coming up that I couldn't go. You're a busy gal. Busy gal. And then about town. really annoyingly, we were actually re- meant to record this podcast on Monday and I'd completely forgotten that I'd actually booked tickets to oh, yeah. A Star Is Born on Monday. So I was like, well... Nope, I'm not, do I don't it. care about the podcast this stage. If I don't see A Star Is Born, yeah, you had to. Crack. Yeah, I understood that. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic, but I'm deeply, deeply, deeply affected by it now. It was fantastic. But can I also say that I was like, I thought everyone was going on about how fantastic it was. And my immediate reaction after seeing it was, Jesus, that was nowhere near as fantastic as everyone was saying it was. I was like, it was good. I enjoyed it. I just thought, yeah, the music was average. The acting was very good. I do agree with that. But I think like, it was fantastic. Unbelievable. And then something weird happened. I started listening to the soundtrack and daily and then no no spoilers then no spoilers and then I was like I actually think this is the best movie that's ever been been made in the history of movies in the history of movies ever I literally went completely 180 I always 
I'm almost, always go to say 360 instead of 180 when I'm saying I did a 360 would mean you're back where you started but, like, <laughs> I, I, I always go to say I'm full 360 I still think the same 180 yeah. anyway 180 now I'm obsessed with it the, 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 I just I don't know all the emotions come back and they realise how great the songs are <gasps> you see I went into it because I went with someone who'd already seen it I went with my friend Catherine Katie in work and she'd already seen it and she'd been bigging it up for weeks so I was like geared up, fucking yeah. geared up to see it. And I was told that I was going to cry. And in fact, anyone I've talked to about it, I've said that they've just like been in bits the whole way through. Yeah. So I was all geared up to see it. And we went to see it. And I had one or two tears in the cinema. But I was, even though I wasn't crying, I was deeply feeling things. In the cinema? Yeah. Like I wasn't crying, but I was like, oh my God, I need to collapse in someone's really? lap and just like rock back and forth and cry. Jesus. Yeah, but I didn't actually cry in the cinema. But, but then I got home and ranted about it to Andrea and <laughs> she started crying because I was so You made her, had she, had she seen it? No. What affects you so much about it? I don't know. I had a whole therapy session about it last <laughs> night. <laughs> Jane just told me this. She came traipsing into my kitchen to record and was like talking about Stars Board and then she's like, I have to talk about it for an hour of therapy. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Rewind and then I said, actually, no, save it for the podcast. Yeah. What? What? Um, I don't know. Because, like, you know, at the start of the therapy session, it was just a bit of banter. It was like, oh, so how are you? And I kind of made a joke, like, oh, jeez, yeah. I saw a born last night and I am fucked. And then it was like, oh, and what about it resonated with you? And then oh, I was yeah, like, you can't fucking say a thing. You can't say a tap in therapy without it being scrutinized. But you know what? It actually was helpful. I think I saw a lot of dynamics in my relationship and my life on the screen to a much lesser degree and I didn't know Andrea was a rock star (laughs) are you the rock star I'm the rock star obviously (laughs) as a matter of fact (laughs) pause so you saw I don't know I just there's something about the relationship was so real and it really like was real reminded me of like when I first started dating Andrea plus the whole Italian thing I think that they really looked alike in it and um (laughs) I don't think they look alike Greg is pale no, but same type, of, same type of like Italian features. I don't think so at all. Anyway, for some, I was looking for something then. I, <laughs> I think you were searching yeah. there. I don't think Lady Gaga looks that Italian. Really? I think she looks a bit German or something. No, I think she looks Italian, but she's just not tanned. Maybe that's a strong Like she off. has like the dark eyebrows and the, the eyes and the Is like the... Roman nose. Yeah. I think yeah. she's Italian. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. How Look. cute were, was her dad in the movie as well? Her dad was in the movie? No, not her actual dad, but the dad in the movie. Oh, the, yeah, very good. Yeah, it's very good. But yeah, that, that killed you. Yeah, so I'm actually in bits and I haven't been able to think about what this actual topic is. So, Ro, if you could remind me, what's the topic today? We're doing um, an episode about... Oh, but hold on, what about the other thing that's going on in your life? Oh, this is just like, let's just make Jane sad okay, episode. This is going to be a really emotional episode. Um, my cat of 16 years, oh. who I saw him be born. How did you see him be born? Because oh, we be- had his mum yeah. and the mum gave birth to all the kittens. And you picked him from and we the picked litter. From the litter of five. They were all black and white except him. He was grey one. We called him grey one. Um, he was the grey one. And we called him grey one. And he's this like fluffy Persian. Or like half Persian. He's not snobby. He doesn't have the weird face or anything. And I've never really li- I don't like cats. But I've, I always liked grey one. He was very cute. He was cute. He was fluffy. Yeah. And a bit grumpy. And a bit grumpy. Yeah. Like he's an old man. Well, He always seemed older than his years because yeah. he was grey. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely colour grey. Big 
bush of hair. Yeah. But in recent years, he's been a little less mobile. So he's been like getting dreadlocks. So I actually go out and shave him one day. <laughs> shave a dreadlock because he can't wash himself and he has long hair. And he he was a bit sick about a year ago. And I thought like this is the end. Mm. But then we brought him to the vet. And he was on lots of medication. And then he was fine. And he's been full of beans for the past few months. Everyone's been commenting that he looks great. His coat and everything. Now he's very skinny because when they're old... He mm. eats like a horse, but he just doesn't put on weight. Oh. Um, okay, duck. <laughs> I know. But my dad informed me that last Friday he didn't show up for his breakfast. Oh, God. You didn't tell me that, DJ. He didn't show up for his brekkie. He didn't show up for his brekkie, and he's been gone ever since. And that's very unusual. So I'm trying to prepare for myself that he might have gone and found a little bush. Is that not the saddest thing ever that animals go and like, find a little place to die quietly? Oh. It's horrific. We don't know if he's dead yet. Yeah, but... He's old. He's never disappeared for that long. Oh. And he's old. There's such a, a weird thing about when you're first... when You know the pet the that you got pet. as a child? Yeah, yeah. That, like, la- no, maybe three or three years ago, my dog of 16 years died. And I remember it was Ali. Ali. I love Ali. She was a Springer Spaniel and she was gorgeous. But um, And obviously I was upset, of course, because it's if anything, it's the end of an era. That's exactly it. But my dad, yeah. to, like my dad's reaction to it. Now I wasn't living at home at the time. Not that that really matters, but it was so really sad. But my dad's reaction to it was unbelievable. Like, do you know why? Because it's like the I kids know. are grown up. I think that was it. Absolutely, because he has to take to the bed. Like he was so upset, and I remember just being like, "Oh my god, what is like?" I just was weird, and it was, then a lot of people said, "It's because it's the end of era. It's the end it of childhood." Is. God, I never want my dog to die. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen. I I was thinking about Lola as well, like the first adult pet, like outside the house. That's your other cat. Yeah, your, your, your own cat. But yeah, grey one. I, he's just always been a fixture in the house. Like like since my brothers have been living abroad, like they come home and grey one's there and they look forward to seeing oh him. God. And and it's just so sad. He's just you know when you think they're always gonna be there. Well. And I, I feel like I can't mourn it properly either because I don't know where he is. That's horrific. That's absolutely horrific. Yeah. But the same happened with his mum, Phoebe, a couple of years ago. She just disappeared. She was a little bit younger. She was probably about 13 or 14. Well, I guess at least you know they want to die. I didn't realise we were going to talk about death again. I thought we we fucking took that topic oh, to look, death. whatever comes, whatever comes. Jeannie Macarini. Anyway. Anyway, we'll think about Grey One and hope that he's pottering around in real life somewhere. Yeah, and also, like, yeah. Good vibes. Send your good vibes. Send your good vibes. Great one. Yeah. Um, and if anyone sees him around the Bray area. <laughs> if anyone lives in Bray. He's a grey L lad. Real fluffy. Very friendly. A bit moany. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Eyes peeled. Yeah. So the topic we were going to cover today, because we actually asked on Instagram years ago, it feels like, uh, what you want to talk about when it was confidence. I better find that actually on my Confidence. Instagram. No, I'm... Okay, so, so since we decided to do this, the Justin Bieber song Confident has been in my head nonstop. What one is that now? The one, um, she's confident. I can tell by the way she walks in the room. I don't know that one at all. No? I keep it's, thinking of, can we... We can keep each other company. No, no, no. Confidence. Don't know that one at all. the time we all went to Justin Bieber. We got free tickets. It's important to say, Jane, that we did not pay and he was shy. I will say I got free tickets and I had four free tickets and you were over the moon, you and Dave. But he was shy. Shh, Jane, he was shy. He was shy. Ah, we got up for a dance at the end though, didn't we? Yeah, to sorry. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, we're talking about confidence. So, yeah. Are you confident, Ro? 
Uh, are you confident, Jane? Um, okay, I've been thinking about this. I was like, am I confident? My confidence varies, I would say, I was going to say day by day. I would literally say hour by hour. Okay, okay. Let's really unpack oh God. this though. What type of confidence are we talking about? Because there's a lot of, there's body confidence. There's oh, true. work life confidence. There's... Um, I'm kind of talking about all of it, to be honest, like... And confidence in yourself, just your own personality, confidence. like confidence in, yeah, I'm kind of just packaging it all up in one big bow, but like all of those things, yes, f- frequently I'm up and down about them all. Yeah, no, me too. Like, for example, okay, if you talk about body confidence, I could literally look in one mirror and be like, ooh, and then I could look in another mirror and be like, like I was in another story the other day trying on something. What's that? Um, a clothes shop on Grafton Street. <laughs> Do you oh, know? I, that one. <laughs> I only knew this place existed like two weeks ago. Oh, it's a great shop. But I was trying on something and then, uh, you know those god forsaken mirrors that go behind you? I, okay, I must admit I have a oh yeah fear of, I, I hate trying things on in a shop. Yeah. Unless I absolutely have to. Like one time I had to try a swimsuit on the shop and it was that, it was that speedo. The speedo one that I have that you're bet into. It's meant for like Olympic swimmers to keep their baps in. Oh my God. Oh. Andrea had to like fucking shoehorn me into that it. That was a terrible was introduction more... to changing rooms, Jane. Well, that wasn't my introduction, but I just well, hate them. Unless I absolutely have to, unless I can't afford to bring it back in a week, like unless I need it, whatever it is, I'll try You'll take it. it on. The most traumatic thing about trying on swimsuits is a horrible little sticky thing that's oh, yeah. touched all the vaginas in the world oh, before you. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Like I know it's hygienic, but you have to physically peel that off. Yeah. And it's just a reminder of all the vaginas that lay ahead of you. <laughs> lay ahead of you. Or behind you. Yeah, it's, it's because it's the, and then you have to touch it and you're like, oh Well, it has it. to touch your vagina. I don't yeah, I know. So other people's vaginas... I'm a lesbian. So but no, so you, don't, you still don't want random vaginas on your vagina, I used to hope. Well. <laughs> but it's like, you have to like physically... Anyway, I just don't understand the point of them. I prefer just to have fabric and then if it was something where a vagina... I just wash when I got it home. Rather than having this weird reminder of that vaginas touch this part and then have to like physically peel it off with your hand. Yeah, but you still have to... Anyway, we're going way off topic here. Anyway, so my point was, I was in the changing room and yeah. I had the mirror on behind, like the mirror behind me. I'm like, I just couldn't get over how fucking disgusting my whole back and my arse looked in this mirror. And I was like, but if I was looking in my mirror out down there in my bedroom, I'm like, oh, it looks fine. This was like, Jane, I actually was horrified. I was horrified. So in that moment, I didn't, I didn't try and I, I tried on one thing. I was like, fuck it, I'm not fucking trying anything. Oh, fit me. And I marched out of there in a huff. So my confidence... Ding, ding, ding. I have something to say. Yes. Uh, um, I think, now you're going to be all over this, where you are on your cycle. Well, here we go. Yeah, because I, when I'm like on the rag or like near enough or like I'm waiting for it to drop, I literally feel disgusting. Like I will regularly go to Andrea and say, Andrea, am I morbidly obese? That's me literally right now today. Yeah, yeah. I am waiting. I am PMSing. I am waiting for it to drop. I thought, I was literally so waiting for a drop that I was in the changing room and I actually like took a look to how my knickers see if it arrived. I was like, I had my trousers off. I was trying on trousers. Anyway, um, and I was like, no, no period. But it was like, I am I'm, I'm in this state of like come yeah. on period right now like and that is the worst time for you your confidence is at an all time low I feel more I actually feel disgusting yeah you, because you know why because you physically are full of fluid so your jeans might be able to close like as well as they would other times the month and stuff like that and I just feel my jeans feel like they're literally 
too small for me. Yeah, like yeah. that. I, I, and I'm like, I, it's not even just like a bloat. I feel flabbier. Yeah. Do you know what my trick is? What? Andrea only showed it to me a couple of months ago. Um, you know, on the little button on your jeans, the bobbin. Yeah, that's for pregnant people. Is it? People think you're preggers if you do that. Well, I always have my jumper over it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a it's a pregnancy trick. So Genius. If you're not far enough along to show. Sorry, Frankie. Frankie, stop it. If you're not far enough, I can put him in the other room if he keeps yapping. If you're not far enough long to wear like maternity pants, that's what they do. But great tip for periods. Oh, great tip for periods, and also a great tip for when you've had a big meal. You just hold the line there. I'm holding the line now. Um, Rose bringing Frankie out. Do you know what? I've decided that I'm not going to edit this out later. I'm going to keep chatting. But yeah, it is the handiest thing ever. So what you do is you hook a bobbin into the like jean hole and then on the other end of the bobbin, put it on the button. And it just makes it just basically makes your jeans elastic. I'm talking shite now, Rose taking a while. I'm here chatting away now, Rose. Yeah, that's awkward. Uh, But yeah, I'm back. She's back. But that is a good point about the cycle thing because uh, and then another time, you know, when you like, isn't it something when you're ovulating, you're at your peak confidence because you're meant to be attractive to the other half. To the opposite sex. Opposite sex. Same sex. Same sex, whatever. Um, Yeah. So I think that's a huge factor. But period and hormones aside. Yes. Rain me back in, Jane. Yeah. Do you... I don't know. Am I confident? I, I think I'm way more confident than I was. When, like... Well, as you grow up, your confidence gets better definitely. definitely yeah absolutely definitely and and when I say confidence I mean um like in my teens I used to be quite uh conscious of myself and yeah. what I say and I'd be much shyer yeah now I'll fucking chat to a brick wall mm-hmm. um I love a bit of band we all know this yeah I love a bit of band um having said that I am way more confident than I was but I think I might look more confident than I am but in reality I have like crippling self-doubt yeah well everyone everyone literally does don't they but even social awkwardness like people think that you know oh jane's so confident but you love the band oh so you mean you love the band i love the band but i'm also extremely socially awkward around new people yeah like i try and avoid situations where i have to talk to new people and have conversations it's so weird that i would also say i don't have social anxiety and i'm quite good at talking to new people however there's certain situations and it could be random but i would just be like a freak in myself i'm just like i just could go completely quiet completely awkward don't know what i'm saying and there's no like rhyme or reason to these situations i just could something could just make, like i could be like bang 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 work in the room everything's great yeah and then i could also be like literally buying something in the shop and afraid to not and not able to make eye contact yeah 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 I get what that. is that about and like it's so weird because um a friend of mine said, said to me a few weeks ago she was just talking about how she's trying to be talk to more strangers like in shops and stuff not even not like stopping people yeah. on the street but just like in day-to-day like you know ask people how you are whatever stuff like that when you're buying stuff let's say and she said that and I was like god I realized like I really I don't really do that at all anymore I don't know if I used to or whatever so I, I started trying to make a bit more of an effort as well like just little social interactions you would have and try and I just felt like I I honestly was like so awkward and going like red in the face and someone was like how are you and I'm like good how are you whereas on the other hand like if I have to talk to like if I'm in the kitchen you know some people in work would find like the work common area very like stressful like going in when someone's making a cup of tea whereas I don't mind that at all making, I find that very stressful see I don't I know I'm great I'm fine with that it's but then in other situations I could be like gobshite 
It's so weird. Yeah, it's hit and miss. I definitely get that whole... Well, like, when I start a new job... They're like, where I am at the moment, I'm very chatty with people, and, and that's fine. But, you know, I would much rather... I don't. I generally don't have lunch in the office. Mm. Um, not really. Every now and then, but purely because I get really, really socially awkward. And I don't really, really, yeah. Get, I think I'd say now that situation is very common. The lunch thing. Oh, absolutely. And please tell us if you agree, because sometimes I feel like an absolute idiot. Like I will avoid at all costs. Would you like to sit in there at lunch and chat to people? There's a part. It depends. No, like, I just sorry. I don't mean that as in like, do you not like the people? I mean more like, you know, would you actually like to just blend a bit better? Yeah. No, I get on with everyone quite well. Um, but I just like to be on my own. Well, that's fine then. Yeah, but also I get socially awkward. Like, yeah, it's a mix. I get tense. I'm Do like, you? oh, I don't want to have to make conversation. This is brain power. I just want to be on my own. Did you ever notice with like, certain groups of friends or people or whatever and you're like, I am comfortable here and I'm in my, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, my personality is able to like go. And then like one person could come into that group, whatever, and change the whole dynamic and then you Absolutely. go oh, it's so weird that yeah. happens and you're just all of a sudden like oh I'm I'm completely gone into myself now I find that just so interesting and so weird I think like I feel awkward around so many people that it's uh so nice when you meet someone and like it's really telling about someone when you meet someone and you're just completely comfortable yeah and then you're like ah okay this is nice but that's like one in 500 people yeah and I'll tell you like so I um yeah so I think I'd realized that I hadn't been doing many new things right okay so obviously we started the podcast it was a very new thing but like I kind of feel like for me it's important and it's, it's, it's a real cliche thing and it's like oh just challenge yourself or live in fear or whatever and obviously you know there's a, some bullshitty bits to that like why should we all be terrified every day but exactly, yeah. there is some truth in Try, try like it's important to try new things like not every day like those quotes say but like you know every now and again to keep up your co- because I think trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone slightly really helps build confidence yeah and I think there is truth in that so I I think it was literally October the same week right we had our live show coming up which was completely freaky yeah obviously freaky, yeah. completely out of our comfort zone yeah. completely like confidence building for Absolutely, sure yeah and then I also joined a new gym which you know Joining a new gym isn't that big a deal. You're like, you join a gym. But I was like nervous about it. It's a small gym. I was going to have to go to all these classes. I didn't know anyone. I, you know, it was just, just new, just newness. And going to a new gym might be something tiny. But I was actually nervous about it. Yeah. Anyway, went to the gym. Had a few like, you know, classic starting a new gym, not knowing where to go, where to put my coat. I hate that about starting like, a new gym. Yeah. And then like, the, the, it's a really small gym. So even the instructor would be like, how are you? Uh, how are you? Or did you lift weights before? And I'm like, yeah, I've lifted weights before. Everybody's like, and they saw me. He was like, what kind of weights have you lifted before? Aww. No, I didn't. He wasn't being harsh, but he just meant like, I was like, what do pump classes like? And he's like, no, this is proper weight lifting you know those kind of awkward interactions but anyway and then the live show obviously but I think that like um, my confidence has started to and do you like going to the gym now yeah oh I love okay. it yeah it's a great gym but now my confidence is definitely I was like I just realized I hadn't done anything new in fucking ages or something remotely that I'm gonna give you me. an L flip side to that though as well yeah um I find myself I, I'd be very of the same mind that you have to try new things and do new things yeah. and um get out of your comfort zone a bit and you'll feel better. Hmm. I started an Italian class. Oh yeah, that's um, a great example. Yes. Oh. Well, I'd already done a 10-week Italian class. This was like... If that's a great example, going to something like, I bet before you went to that first class, you were a bit like, oh, I don't want to go. Who am I going to talk to? Just wait here. 
So I, I've already done a 10-week Italian class. So my Italian's all right. But then I got back from Sicily about God, two months ago now. And I was like geared up. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go back to Italian classes. Great. And I like signed up and I paid. And I went to like a couple of classes. And I was meant to be there tonight. But I just kind of had a moment where I thought to myself and I was like, I am literally sick with fear every time I go into this class. I don't Are like you? classroom situations. I get embarrassed having to say things out loud. I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. But I wanted to be someone who enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a really good point. And knowing that distinction, it's like, no, Jane, you are way happier, like, listening to Andrea on the phone to her mom and picking out things, going through the book myself, doing Duolingo. I dreaded every every week without fail. Yeah, I'd call Andrea and say... I don't want to go. I feel sick. I want to go home. And she'd be like, no, you have to go. You paid. Oh. And I'd go. And then I'd be so relieved that it was over. I didn't enjoy it, but no. I wanted to be a person that enjoyed languages. Or you were waiting for some penny to drop, like where you were like, no, I, I do yeah. it. And I felt <clears throat> the guilt. I was like, oh, well, now I failed at this because I've paid and now I'm not going to go. And then I was like, fuck it. No, what's the point if I'm literally dreading it, dreading it every week? I was just like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, I lost money. <laughs> But there's there's no shame in, in trying something new and realising that you don't like it. 100%. That's a really good point. Like, Jesus, like if that's I was... That's confidence building in itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck this. Like, if I was if I was not enjoying the gym or like not enjoying doing live podcasts or whatever, there's no, I'm not going to build confidence by, by beating myself to go there every week. I think if you... Okay, you might be nervous doing something new for the first set, say, three or four times you go. Yeah. But you were doing that class for, what, 10 weeks? I'd already done a 10 week one and I was on okay. my second semester. You, you've yeah. done 10 weeks. If you're still... Well, he- like 14. Yeah, if you're still... 14 classes. If you still feel like, oh, I don't like this, then, I mean, you've given given it a good bloody shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not about being petrified every day. It's about like, the, the fear is really before you do something and then you can kind of work past it. But like, no. And that's a great example of like, yeah, just saying fucking no that reminds me of like when I was younger and like oh my god actually when you were talking about it, the game anxiety like my mom used to sign me up to like well she'd be like why don't you do a summer camp or whatever oh. and it was an art summer camp that was in the mountain somewhere I can't remember what it was called it was great but I was a very very shy and anxious child and I remember was my, I went with a girl in, set, in primary school who I was in primary school with to this art, art camp and I didn't mind because I was going with her and it was fine second day she got tonsillitis tonsillitis right she this was uh, she couldn't go from the second day onwards this oh. is a really really expensive camp oh. and my mom was like yeah like you have to go you know we paid for it she was very much like come on you have to go you have to go and as a child like you really you can't say no to these things yeah yeah you can't and this is it just reminded me of like oh my god i'm an adult now i don't have to do these things yeah but i went and i absolutely hated it and like i knew did you not make any friends no having? not at all oh, way too shy right. And it was so sad. And eating my lunch, I was so... And there was a similar incident with a t- tennis camp that I did. And I didn't hate anyone. And I, I, I refused. I refused to go to this. To the, my mom was like, fine. But like, it just brought me back to like, I didn't grow any confidence. I felt like a shambles after it. Yeah, because you feel guilty. You feel worthless. You I felt feel guilty. I was like, why can't I do this? It's just stupid. Like everyone yeah. else making friends and I can't even do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's horrible. But it's I'd be horrible. the child that would be sick before going to a birthday party, like with yeah. nerves yeah. for you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh my God. But even up until like Christmas parties in work, I get stressed about. See, I love, see, I've been with my work for so long. That, yeah. and, and my 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 when I started in my place there was 12 people there's 57 yeah. people now wow, okay, yeah. so I've grown <coughs> if you think of it I'm one of the originals or OGs like I've grown with it so I'm very very comfortable socially in work 
in in all those situations. I, I, I was in a work situation like that where I started, but then yeah. afterwards, like thirty other people started, and I felt okay talking to those people. But it was trying to get into this inner circle. Ah, uh, but do you know yeah. what? Perfect example as well. Like um, uh, when I first started my newest job. Um, one night I was invited out for tapas with um, a couple of like the younger people in the office and uh, was I, that how they decided who went like everyone under 40 yeah. go for tapas no it was just like yeah. oh Jane do you want to come like a few of us are going for tapas I was like that's nice yeah. yeah I was like that's nice I was very touched that they included me yeah um, and so I was like so yeah I absolutely have to go and make an effort but the nerves oh my god I felt so sick was it um, a meet us there kind of thing or was it like let's all go together after work we went after work yeah well at least that's, that wasn't as nerve wracking as I like, come to meet people somewhere no but still everyone had known each other I was the newest person everyone knew each other and I was just like oh yeah no it's so it's stress it's but, fucking stress but then it, it really t- like in my head all these people are best friends and know each other so well and always go out yeah and I'm this new person and I'm a fucking gobshite but I went and it was fine. It was grand. And um, my friend in work, who I mentioned earlier, only after, like we were chatting all night, we're like, oh, we get on really well. And then only like way later, we both were like, or she was like, um, yeah, thank God you were there that night because I felt so awkward. And I was like, oh you felt awkward. I love when I these. I felt yeah. awkward. And um, not that's not saying about anything about anything when we work, we work with. Everyone's lovely. But you don't know who's also in that situation. So so make an effort to talk to them. And I think literally, I would know. I'd love to know how many people don't have social anxiety at all. I would say most people do. I, there's definitely some people who don't. Percentage wise, I would say like two percent, five percent. There's some people who just don't care. Like mainly lads. But what do you mean? But don't care. Some of the people who I think don't care and look seem to be so confident. Actually, inside are like. It, it, as it's come out they've been like actually no I, I'm terrified the whole time I'm like what you're so loud and like seem confident yeah, I just maybe. don't think you can judge yeah now there are people who you just absolutely know don't care and love the sound of their own voice and yeah, love yeah. you know being a new person in a situation but it's really hard and it could be even like oh just tiny situations like I met up with a group of friends that like I was I don't really know very well. I know two people from the group. I didn't know the others at all. We met to go to this gig and I just felt like we we're standing outside for a while and I just felt like an awkward, like such an awkward Annie. And I wasn't even able to really talk. Awkward Annie. Awkward Annie. I wasn't even able to talk really. Like I was trying to like, I just couldn't. I was like, I was literally like, and I'm a chatty person. But can I just say, isn't it the weirdest thing ever that we're both talking about this and yet we do a podcast, like we talk. We talk every we had a, week, but we we had a show, and I we, I know from chatting to every single person who came to our show, or like those situations, or like you know, or speaking at an event in front of hundreds of people, like that's all fine to me. But then there could be a random social situation that freaks me out. Yeah, yeah, and I get nervous about social situations for ages. Well, it just depends. I'm trying to think like what what recently have I been like? Was there like a really something I was like nervous to go to? I can't help you. Have you had anything like recently that you've been like, oh, I don't want to go, oh, not me? Um, not really. I mean, it happens quite often, but I can't think of anything specific. Yeah. Of like things like, oh shit, I have to go to that. No, I can't really think of anything specific. I, I, I feel lately where I feel the least um, self-assured is um, in my professional life. Oh, interesting. I Maybe it's just like the late 20s thing where... I feel completely um, shit at my job. 
is that just because of what's happening like this current situation or have you always felt shit at this job you're in now uh no i haven't always felt shit but you know i'm i'm like i'm my what i'm trying to say is like into any sort of specifics my confidence can be easily knocked in professional situations because it comes down to your work and the job you're doing yeah and um it's yeah and it's it's when you get a knock it's hard to come back from it yeah that's 100 percent true yeah it's really hard to come back from it um it's so personal it's, it's so yeah if you get a knock or someone tells you you've done something wrong in the work i think it's very yeah very it, hard to hard. take and it's also like initial reaction is like no i'm right and then it could crumble into like yeah. actually am i shit i'm actually shit yeah you know which isn't obviously true but and then I find that when th- that happens and when my confidence is knocked in work, I, I don't do better because um, I'm almost so paralyzed with fear oh, that yeah. I'm going to do something wrong again. So I almost like, let's say you have 10 different jobs to do. It's like every single one is trying to get through this tiny little door and they all get stuck because I'm just like, uh, I'm so scared to do anything else or ask any questions or anything that I'm going to fail. That's but very, you have yeah. to get over that. It's a learning thing, but I find that very difficult to do. That's very common, actually. I don't... I that doesn't happen to me and I, I know people I work with it happens that they're literally paralysed yeah. and they can't they, if something goes wrong they, like, it's very hard for them to go get, like to go past it takes a lot of effort to go past them I'm kind of off so I get like this mad fire under my belly to do like I'm like I have to do the better have to, you know and I kind of I get a weird mix of both yeah it's weird no but I get a mix of no yeah I guess the stages come could come in like no I, I I could go from like I'm I should be earning double what I earn I'm fucking brilliant and yeah, then just to, to commentate here Ro is uh, flailing her arms around the arm because I have free arms now because yeah, my yeah. mic but I'm like I should be earning double and then I could literally go another day being like what the fuck they're literally going to fire me any second yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. but that's nice. imposter syndrome and that's but work confidence is an interesting one for for me all avenues of confidence are so up and down yeah oh absolutely um, well we get a few um, comments from our from our did listeners. we get comments oh we did loads I did loads of screen grabs Ba-ba-ba. look at the amount oh hello okay at random um, I'm going to pick one People think I'm very confident, even my husband and mother. Interesting. Even my husband and mother. So wow. people close to you. How, yeah, wow. Um, I can talk shite from years of working in restaurants, but have such low self-esteem and overthink most of my conversations after they happen. Join the club. Yeah. Oh my God, there's nothing worse than when you said something and you were going over it and over in your head. I still think about conversations like that. Um, like, do you know what I was thinking about today? <gasps> I was thinking about today on my lunch break. This came into my head. Um, that time nine years ago no Jane when I tried to when I was drunk and tried to kiss a gay guy I was friends with and he rejected me <laughs> and I was thinking oh god I hope he doesn't think of that too he's so lovely I didn't mean to I was just locked of course he didn't think of it no but I do that yeah can I tell you a, f- a funny thing that I said that I um, remembered I had a meeting a big kind of pitch <laughs> the other day <laughs> I was meant to say county like county <gasps> twice <laughs> so I said yeah you know the like cunty colours cunty <laughs> and then I went and I went like cunty and I couldn't get my words right I just was like I, I was like I had a weird pro- I probably thought you had Tourette's and I was like cunty cunty <laughs> and then I said county county and like no one laughed and no one even and I was like this is the, even more no awkward one laughed no one laughed and I was like oh my god things like that like I'm still cringing cunty 
or like Jesus now this is different this is probably nothing to do with confidence it's just the pure fear like drunk conversations come oh, back yeah, to yeah, haunt yeah, yeah. me for months and months and months oh yeah I say things I literally don't mean or believe in when I'm drunk <laughs> as I, we all do I have truth serum like I just say I have truth serum though I, I, have, I say things I don't even really necessarily think or care about I could be, <laughs> I could be like yeah, I really am really affected by that thing I saw. And then I'm like, why should I say that? I don't actually think that at all. <laughs> just that, something to say. That, like, I'm just shitting on. Yeah. Okay, go on. More questions. Think of me whenever you feel awkward. Think that I said cunty in a pitch. God. Mm. Did you get the pitch? Don't know yet. Okay, that was recently. <laughs> yeah, it was last week. Um, okay. Oh, no, can I tell you? Sorry, another one I did. And yeah, also, yeah, like, a work yeah. situation. Um, uh we're talking about concerts or something, I don't know. And, and anyway, uh, a client said something about, um, oh, something about she went to see, she saw Prince play or something. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, I'd love, <laughs> I'm so cringing. I said, oh, I'd love to see Prince. And she's like, well, obviously you can because he's dead. And I'm like, I, I know. <laughs> but like, obviously I meant I'd love to have, in the moment I said I'd love to see Prince and it was just, and then it was like awkward and I was like, she thinks I don't know that now. Yeah. And I can't be like, I know he's dead, obviously. Oh, you look like a gob I didn't know Prince died. And I look like a fucking gob Do you ever get, um, do you, ever, do you know when someone mentions something like a musician or a TV show or something and they assume you know what it is and you just like agree and you're like, yeah, yeah. Just like, you just agree. <gasps> the worst. Or you're like, or they'd be like, oh, do you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. And then it's just, I have such respect for people who, um, I, who like, I mention someone and if they say, oh, I don't know who that is. Even if it's like a big musician, I'd be like, oh, you know, they sing the song. I have way more respect for someone who does that. Unlike me. Do you always say, yeah, I tend to say no. Now, my new tactic is actually, they'll be like, oh, like John Petruski. And I'm like, I just, I say blank and I might nod. Yeah. So I don't say yeah. So they're just keeping going with their sentence. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. So that's a great tactic. Because you don't have to go, no, sorry, and stop their train of thought. You just kind of go, hmm. Or like, <laughs> you know, that's a good one. And you haven't said, yeah, you know them. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. Because I've said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, have you seen it? And I'm like, no, no, I have no, <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. Sorry, I don't know what that is. And I'm really bad at names of like celebrities and movies and all that stuff. So like I'm, I could just be very like awkward and like, hmm. And they're like, you don't know that movie. Oh God, cringe, cringe, cringe. You're great at that kind of thing though. What? What do you mean? Jane is great at, Jane, you are great at like, uh, like not, not just popular culture, but like, you know, actors names movies names years things came out in no but not yeah yeah which come up in those conversations yeah but even if it's something something will work like oh have you used a program called blah 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 and I'll be like oh yeah I've heard of it yeah but you're very proud I think yeah I'm very proud when it comes to work you don't want like you like to know what you're you know you don't like to say because I feel like if I don't know that then I'm stupid So I'll be like, yeah, yeah, and then I'll Google it. Yeah, but it's, that also comes with the territory of being hired in as a senior position because you're very much afraid that if you don't know, people are going to be like, she doesn't know. know. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm like, Jesus, this person, you know, a few years behind me in work knows more of this topic than I do. But that's absolutely fine. You just learn, like, I'm not going to pretend that I know something because I just... There's a reason why you're hired. Yeah, is there? Was there? I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got here. Um... If one more, if if one more person tells <laughs> like me that. to fake it till you make it, I'll actually go insane. 
<laughs> I love that one. And then literally a message later we got, just fake it till you make it. Just fake it till you make it. Look, I both see both sides valid. of that. I both see both are valid. Yeah. Like, fair enough. Do what you got to do. Um, uh, I would... I'm just sick of hearing the cliche of fake it till you make it. But the actual principle behind it, I'm like, well, you actually have no choice. So yeah, I agree. fake it until you make it. And actually, I think, yeah, it's a kind of annoying sentence. But like, we are, as me and Jane have just talked about... Everybody feels like they don't really know what they're doing, so everyone is faking until they're making it. You don't have a choice. It's like yeah. everyone's doing it. So that's I just, what it is. I'm just, I've got. I just, it's kind quotes. of thing. Don't let fear stop you from like going to a job no one else are doing. But like quotes can go and really shite. Or like the one from uh, the one that's in Cinderella story. Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Oh my god! Yeah, I watched Cinderella story recently. Did you? Yeah. Okay. What else we got going on here? I found that not wearing makeup for the last two to three years has boosted my self-confidence in how I look. I just don't care mm. anymore and what other people think of me and have learned to embrace my pale, freckly skin and natural features. Great one. Right on, sister. Okay, and Jane, this is an interesting topic within this because I wear makeup to work every day. Now, I'm not like very minimal makeup, no foundation. Yeah, yeah. Talking a little bit of winged eye, a little bit of brows, mascara, maybe a bit of bronzer. Done. Five minutes, right? Yeah. However... I would feel very exposed or something having wearing absolutely no makeup. But then just to work, like I wear no makeup at the weekend and whatever. But it's weird. But I think it's I don't wear makeup to work. No, yeah. I rarely so wear makeup. You wear no makeup at all. Yeah. So sometimes I feel meldy though. I, I like putting on makeup. I like having an occasion to put on makeup. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I look nice. Yeah. I like that. However, am I arsed doing it every day? Not really. Fair enough. Like, um, like whenever I put makeup on I kind of I don't really do much I put on concealer and do like smoky eye yeah Um, that's kind of about it a little bit of bronzer Rose yeah. taught me how to put on my bronzer actually jeez and I'm shit at bronzer so <laughs> was it the number three yeah 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 great tip just do the tree inside your face where the sun would naturally hit you anyway yeah that's what you told me yeah although I think Cloda our friend who's an actual makeup artist I think she told me something different <laughs> what did she me. say I can't remember we'd have to ask her Cloda of course, send in a message of course you put the bronzer where the sun hits your face no, but you told me to do a number three around. And that's for the plebs like us. I'm sure there is a more technical oh, way to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, I can't do oh, yeah. any of the contouring. But yeah, the makeup thing is interesting. I didn't wear makeup to work one day and I get in the lift to go up there and someone goes, God, you're right, you look tired. And I'm like, oh, now that everyone has seen me wear makeup. Yeah, you're fucked. I don't really feel like I need to, like, I don't, uh, yeah. I. On the flip side of that, when people see me with makeup, they say, oh, you I know, lovely. I know. I'm like, I see, look. I know, I like makeup. I like wearing makeup because I just, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not arsed in it every day. No. Although, um, Dave telling me I looked fresh-faced today when I came in was lovely. Well, it took him about 10 minutes to get to the point. He's like, <laughs> Jane, you look. You look. You look. <laughs> and he was doing this, like a hand motion on his face. I was like, what is he going to say? I thought he was going to say I looked shite because I wasn't wearing my glasses. That'd be terrible. Yeah, but uh, he glasses. got me spat out in the end. Here's an interesting one. I yeah. am very blind and I wear contact lenses every single day. Yeah. Because I'm self-conscious of my glasses. Um, I used to think that like I used to think right and I kind of still do because I still don't wear them it's like a complex, a com- complex maybe you should get better glasses these are nice glasses yeah they are why aren't you wearing them then I, I, I just have a thing I used to think that like I said to Dave I was like ah oh, yeah but I said something like he said like you look lovely and I said I'm wearing my glasses and he was like what I'm like sure I don't look like you can't find me attractive with my glasses he's like what I can what? see I have this thing that like when I'm wearing my glasses you can't see my face or something and I'm just like hidden by glasses I have a very strange insecurity about my glasses um do you get that at all yeah I 
I wear my I'm not as blind as you but I wear my glasses most days out of habit at this stage yeah Um. even though I don't need them all the time but yeah yeah actually I I'm gonna wear my glasses to work tomorrow see what happens everyone's gonna be like Jesus who's your one who's the grop bag who just walked in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no uh, yeah yeah my glasses I do feel like you can't really see my face but maybe that's why I wear them every day oh I just want to expose my beauty more also um, I have to say something okay I haven't told you this yet but guess who is on E4's YouTube channel First Dates my whole date because the way the First (gasps) Dates First Dates Abroad here she goes harping on about First Dates again no wait for this right and um I stupidly read the comments. <gasps> no. And it was brutal about my appearance. Um, one of them was... What? One of them was, she should have spent less time on tattoos and that tongue stood and instead got her teeth fixed. Because <gasps> I've got my book teeth. Um, oh my or, God. Or dot, 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 or at least bought a toothbrush. I'm so self-conscious about my teeth anyway because I smoke. But I think my teeth are grand, like. That is horrific. Yeah, and but you know, I didn't <gasps> let it. I couldn't cope. Yeah, I didn't. I was just like, Jesus, that is so visceral. <laughs> that is, wow. Another person said, white yeah, women you, are cancer. But sorry, YouTube comments are the actual worst. Oh no, I know this. And you know what? It was so ridiculous. And like, my teeth aren't something that I'm, I like that my teeth are a bit different. Yeah. I don't, it's not something I'd ever really. It's not like a major insecurity of yours that you're like, oh my God, my teeth. No, no, not at all. So I, but then I saw. You found it comical then. Yeah, I almost found it a little comical, but then I was also like, oh, that's something I've, should I be self-conscious about that? And I was like, who is this lad (laughs) commenting about strangers on the internet? And look, I get it. I put myself on TV. No, bullshit. I hate, no, I hate that excuse. I I put myself out there. So what? People just be horrible. To be fair, the girl I was on a date with, she got a good few comments as well. (laughs) You're like, fuck, it's not just me. No, but I was just like, fuck, that is so it it affected me for a second and then I just kind of pitied whoever this person was but the other one I was saying the other one said um, white women are cancer Hmm, lovely person so that was cool I am back when we were in secondary school you might remember this Jane there was a Bebo page made in my honour let's say called Horseface Row what I don't remember that you do Jane do you not not really there was a whole Bebo and like who made it we don't know but I think you don't know who? Anyway, I'll tell you later. But we don't, I don't. Oh, uh, to this day, okay. I'm not sure. But somebody who had it in for me, and um, it oh was a whole Bebo, and it was just pictures of my face. Like I have, like, like I've. You don't look like a horse, Rose. It's my like big teeth, but like I don't think I've that big teeth. They're just normal. Well, it's normal teeth. And like now, back then, I was quite skinny in the face. I mean, my teeth looked a bit bigger. Maybe you know. should have spent less time on your septum piercing and got your teeth fixed. Maybe I fucking should have. <laughs> I do get my teeth fixed. I have braces. I have straight teeth. You do, yeah. You and do. I, I could do with a bit of whitening. But um, yeah, so that was, and that was one of those things that I was like, I'm not even self-conscious about my teeth. I was like, I like, I, I like, I actually would go as far as say as I like my teeth. Yeah. And then I was like, but it raised a question everything. And then I just turned around and be like, what a fucking arsehole. Yeah, that's insanity. It was gas. And actually a funny story about this as well. 
um, back in that, that time I was obsessed with McFly and I'd met McFly and had pictures of them all over my Bebo of me meeting them and then they took the pictures those pictures from my Bebo and put them on my horse face one and did like speech bubbles of me like talking to McFly being like I have a horse face <laughs> didn't know that at all that's horrific yeah people are always like oh my god that's horrific that's like and a i'm catfish like situation it's not really it was, yeah it is i guess well there was an episode of catfish where there was someone yeah who they did took that. they took all my pictures even yeah. took the time to do top 16 and everything Fuck's sake. <laughs> like psychopathic that's that's my mother would say they're only jealous of you take a compliment yeah but yeah you really have to take those kind of comments with a grain of salt can she, we will we go on to the next one yeah go on to another comment how long have we been talking for 48 minutes we might need to wrap it up wrap uh, it up well we can we'll be great um weirdly i found that doing things that i find challenging that put me out of my comfort comfort zone is a good way to boost self-confidence without relying on anyone else to make me feel good about myself spend yeah. too many years and still do looking at others for approval to make myself feel good we, yep. yeah we talked about that absolutely yeah and the new thing thing is, is if you like the new thing if not, you like the new thing and it's grand to not want to do it either don't be a Jane in her Italian class shitting herself every fucking week yeah oh isn't it terrible when you have something you dread every week hated it but I inflicted that was it on like myself me. you know what I never told you this that was kind of like me going to Ariel Hoop really yeah it was like there was multiple things it was actually that it was I had to drive it was a stressful situation it was a stressful situation and then doing like aerial hoop is stressful physically because it's actually very scary and I fell one time and hurt my back a bit not severe just like tiny yeah. but um and I didn't know people and it's very um, handsy like you partner up and you have to have somebody like literally spotting you in case you fall yeah. and I found the whole situation because I had a friend that went with me at the beginning great and then when she stopped going I really found it really difficult to keep going Yeah. and I yeah. was like and I eventually was like and then I felt bad because even like you'd be like or Andrea Jane's girlfriend who does aerial hoop she'd be like are you going back to aerial hoop and I felt like an absolute failure being like yeah yeah I will yeah do you know what I mean? See, that's the thing. She loves it. But, you know, you, you do your gym thing at the moment and she could never do, she would never do those classes. You it's know, so she'd funny, have but she, that's feeling. her, that's her comfort zone. Yeah, because she's about four foot tall and as light as a feather. And, and has been doing it for years. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, and has a friend, and has friends there now and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I found it like awkward as yeah. anything. And I was like, I'm just gonna stop going. I'm gonna stop feeling guilty about it, actually. Actually, do you know what? When I started my Italian class, um, the first term I did I did it with my cousin we oh, both yeah. were like oh we'll go but whenever and it was fine because she was there and we were in it together and we'd have yeah. a coffee before but if there was a day where she was like look I'm working late I won't make it I'd be like ooh I know and now this one I'm doing on my own and I'm like you know it's better not that. having the person to go with because it just sets you up for like this is comfortable and then they stop going well then like, I went on my own this time and I made it what this would have been my sixth class tonight I'm not there am I was here. I there last week it was Halloween no, no. you weren't um, recently went through a breakup because she thought I wasn't confident enough Bother- bothered Aww. her that it made me nervous to go out and make friends speak Aww. up and work, go to work nights out do you know what I understand oh. I understand um, I think that's a a case of um, misaligned expectations in a relationship oh there she goes there's yeah. a soundbite no I don't vilify anybody in this um, Jane, you were coming out with bangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't vilify anyone in this situation. This is a case of classic misalignment <laughs> of a relationship. Holy shit! No, but like, I can relate to a certain degree because Andrea can be quite reserved, and you know, she would rather stay in with me. She's very shy. 
She's quite shy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's quite shy and she can find social situations You know what's interesting about your relationship now, not obviously not in the relationship, but from an outsider looking in, Jane would mention that Jane's socially awkward, whatever, but Andrea is obviously in such situations can be shyer than you. Yeah. And Jane is the... Well, like, well, Andrea is the most self-assured person I know. Yeah, but in, so it's funny. But can in, be in, very quiet with yeah, people. Yeah, I don't think she's socially awkward. I think she, yeah, she could just be quiet, let's say in our group, because of course, because... She, you know. She's more of like a listener. And Jane is like, and then Andrea's quieter. So it's interesting that like, yeah, it's just interesting that well, when yeah, you no. say you feel that in situations too and the dynamics could completely flip. Exactly. She could be the one being really confident if she's with her friends or whatever. But I can get frustrated sometimes that she isn't more outgoing. Yeah. You know, like, where are my friends? Why aren't you talking more? Or like, um, uh, you know, why don't you go out with your work people? And yeah. Like, make an effort and all this stuff. She's probably going to hate that I'm saying this. So, but the difference is that we talk about it. Yeah. And we compromise with each other. And, you know, we try and meet each other in the middle with things. Yeah. To me, this sounds like they're a way to, there was a more extreme degree of what me and Andrea go through and they couldn't make it align. I do think it'd be very, it is very difficult though, if you're both completely, on completely different side of things. Like, I'm trying to think like, Dave would be very good in social situations and he's kind of like the fucking bant and small talk king. But Except what it took him 25 minutes to tell me how he looks, looks like. Yeah, but he's a sick now today. Yeah. But um, if he was somebody, yeah, who just, you know, I, what I wouldn't like in a relationship myself is if I was that only person's social life. Yes, yeah, yeah. That would yeah. really, really, f- I, and I know that's there's some deal. relationship where that is like, that's all either of them want is just each other to be their whole social life. Yeah. That's absolutely one of my absolute deal breakers cannot do it. Like I have to have my own thing going on. That's so, my biggest fear, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not nice. It's for, but some or people for love that. Per- for the other person to not do things because, oh no, but we, we're together. Like you know Like I'd rather spend time with you Like I, I can't deal with that They have to have their own thing going on Have to have their own thing But going some on. people love the intensity Of just having each other as well so I that's couldn't a, That's a very different relationship But that's shit that they got broke But oh, it sounds like Look they were just miles apart From each other as you exactly. said For the best probs um, uh, Oh god Oh no sorry That was the one who just quit her job Oh yeah sorry. We oh, got gosh, a girl quit, quit her job I just quit my job Fucking panicked but I know it's right in the long term. Thanks for helping me realise that it's the right thing to do. That's got a gal I met, what's her name? Um, we're on holiday in Sri Lanka and she's a listener, avid listener of the podcast and always messages in and hello. <laughs> um, also, I'm literally just like like swiping through my screen grabs here now, but I came across something um, that I'd like to recommend to the gals and the guys who listen. Um, it's called A Note from the Universe and it's like a mailing list. Huh. And every day you get a new note from the universe. Um and this is an example of one I got. I, it must have meant something because I screen grabbed it. If people could only... Sorry. <clears throat> if people could only glimpse the unimaginable depth of the great love they were born of and <gasps> to which they'll swiftly return, Jane, and they realised that their choice to be here was made from the zenith of their own intergalactic brilliance and they understood how much more their lives have made possible for others who will follow. I do believe that they cut themselves a bit more slack, smell more flowers and hold more hands. I got you, babe, from the universe. Oh God, I don't like that at all. I like I yes! did. <laughs> Sorry, let's just break that apart for a second. I'm a sap, okay? But no, well, you don't like codes. You just said you don't like codes. This isn't like a, like... No, but like, is it saying that like from what you were born, like your parents or your space? That sounds like Scientology, like we're all born in the space. I think what I'm taking it as is if you were, 
if you realized how and how much of how massive the earth is and how you are one tiny little part of it but that's also integral to the universe and you would stop thinking about all these little things and realize you're part of something huge and you'd stop to smell more flowers uh i didn't get i got more like if you realize how much you were wanted to be in this world and yeah that kind of well, look, tomatoes, tomatoes. I don't know. And then, I, like, I and then that like stars align to get you here, and all this kind of crack. I don't know. I enjoyed it. When the sperm at the oven, we've all were here, lads. Right, last one. Last, last one. one. You ready for this one? Yeah. I genuinely think that everyone is just faking it until they make it. Hey. Yeah. Some days, some day you just get so used to the faking and that that it's not fake anymore. Nice. I think it's always going to be fake, to be honest. Yeah. I think you're never going to be a hundred percent. Can we do a bit of a little housekeeping before we finish up? Yeah, go on. What housekeeping do you have? This surprised me. I just want to say, um, if anybody, if you listen to the podcast and you like it, please just tell one person that doesn't listen to it because it's very hard. It's hard out there. But, you know, it's hard to get, it's it's hard to get it out there. Like, it is hard. Like, we I don't have many followers on Instagram. That's that's a tough thing in itself. We have more than most Irish podcasts. I know, but it's still, it's slow. Yeah. And not that that matters. Our listens are, we're really happy to have our listens. But it's like, if you just, if you like it and you listen to us and you're literally listening this far into the podcast, you must really like it. Just tell one person or post it in a WhatsApp group or whatever. Um, post on your Instagram story, like we always say, but that helps so much. So it helps do that. so much. You yeah. have no idea how much reach you have. So it really helps us out in a big yeah. way and makes this all worthwhile. Yeah. And if you want to do even more, then leave a review on iTunes or whatever as well, because that also helps the chart things. We don't really care about the charts, but that's also nice. I was reading through them the other day, actually. So nice. Oh my God. So nice. So thank so you for nice. your lesson. So left, leave that again. But tell a friend, guys. Please tell a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, I feel like I need to say that we're on Spotify now. No, are we? Yeah, I put us on Spotify. It was, uh, you have to get approved. It's a whole rigmarole. Well done. Yeah, we're on Spotify now. Oh, we'll post it on Instagram. Let people so know. if you listen to your podcast on Spotify, uh, you can now make an album playlist or something I don't know <laughs> make an old playlist I don't know we're on Spotify Um, I, I did put it on Instagram yeah <laughs> great <laughs> I didn't know yeah 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 okay very good okay stay confident stay confident and what row be humble what enjoy so, the theme enjoy music. the theme music sorry. you always want to say it no, I do bye <laughs>